you know, there was a joke in 91 when we went to war there. People said to me, well, you know, Doug, we know we can win this. All we need to do is challenge the Iraqi enemy to a PowerPoint briefing contest. Our PowerPoint <laughs> briefs are better. So we already knew it was bad then. But in retrospect, uh, that looks almost ideal compared with what you've got now. Some of the uh, senators, some of the Democratic senators uh, last week, late last week, wrote a letter to President Biden asking him to declare uh, Russia a state sponsor of terrorism. What the well, heck would, would that accomplish? And after the U.S. just offed Zawahiri, is the U.S. a state sponsor of terrorism? Uh, look, you know, Judge, one, they know from experience that once you label a particular state as a state sponsor of terrorism, it makes it impossible to do business with the state. So if you're trying to enshrine uh, Russia as a permanent enemy or China or anyone else, the quickest way to do it is say, oh, well, you're sponsoring terrorism. Uh, that has more to do with the desire to keep the conflict going in perpetuity and to sabotage any attempts at understanding, cooperation, or diplomacy. I mean, even when you go to war, one of the most important things you try to do is keep means of communication open to your opponent, because inevitably you want the war to end. Right. Only we don't do that because these conflicts that we've created are cash cows, enormous cash cows for the military industrial congressional complex, which was the original term that Eisenhower used in his uh, speech. And they took congressional out because they said, well, General, you're, you're making enough enemies. Let's not put Congress in there. But the truth is, it is the military-industrial congressional complex, and they well, because because the military-industrial complex could not exist without the largesse from Congress. Absolutely.